Welcome to the Wish Well Podcast, a women's integrative summit on health and wellness. A podcast hosted by Dr. Michelle Dang, a board-certified anesthesiologist and pain management physician with additional fellowship training in integrative medicine. This podcast will feature weekly episodes with women from all walks of life discussing their health and wellness journeys. Hi everyone, it's Dr. Michelle Dang. I am bringing to you a solo cast episode, and today's episode is on self-compassion. I have struggled with self-compassion over the years, and I felt like this was a great opportunity to chat with you all just about why I decided to do this podcast why self-compassion is important and why is it important in a podcast on health and wellness. It's been a while since I have recorded a solo episode and I kept on thinking about recording one and I kept on coming up with a million excuses not to. Part of it is it is a little bit vulnerable for me to just sit on here and record my thoughts and feelings to you all. And it doesn't really matter to me whether five people are listening to this or 500 people are listening to this. It's still a little bit scary, right? Um, I don't know who's listening to it. I know some of my personal friends may be listening to it and some that I've never, who I've never even met. So part of recording just an episode where I'm talking and I'm not interviewing anyone else is a little bit about being vulnerable to you all. So I kind of want to go back to why self-compassion is so important in a health and wellness podcast. And I think, although I know some men are listening majority of you all who are listening are women. And I think many of you all can relate to me when I say that as women in general, not all, but in general, we put on a lot of pressure on ourselves to be the perfect wife or mom or daughter or whatever career it is that you are in. For me, I'm a physician, so I put a lot of pressure on myself to always be the best physician for my patients. And, um, it is very emotionally draining to have to do that, especially in my specialty, which is chronic pain management. So I think that it is important in health and wellness to have self-compassion. And it's something that often myself, I have forgotten, or I have not placed a lot of importance on over the years. I've been in practice in medicine, including my residency training. I started my residency training in 2007, so it's been 13 years of um, actual clinical medicine, and so it's really easy to forget yourself in the process, I think, um, as a intern and as a resident, as a fellow, and then as an attending physician. it was typical for us to have the mindset that it's all about work and you're in your training, you're supposed to work, work, work. And calling in sick was completely unheard of 
for us during residency, and we kind of joke about it, but for us during residency, we used to say you definitely never call in sick unless you are on your deathbed. Because the, the issue is, as a resident, there's only a certain pool of people to work. And so for us, if we called in, that means somebody has to cover for you. And it it's, it's not the greatest feeling knowing that even if you're really sick, that somebody else will have to pick up your shift or cover for you and potentially do extra work just for you. And so you feel guilty. And so it was a running kind of just, it was just a thing, you know, you just never call in sick. And so you carry, for me personally, I carried that work ethic with me. And of course, a strong work ethic is important, but at you sacrifice a lot of yourself just for work. And so over the years, it's, it wasn't surprising for many of us in the medical field or as physicians to feel burnt out because all our life was, was work. And so going back to the whole self-compassion thing, being self-compassionate or realizing that self-care was important or wellness was important was something that we just never really thought about. And I understand that nowadays there is a huge movement with physician wellness or just wellness in general. People want to feel better. People want to know that it's okay for self-care to, to really be compassionate. And so it's something that I, I have worked on myself for a long period of time. And, um, it's still a struggle, I think for me personally to be okay and to be okay with asking for help, to be okay with needing help, to be okay with taking that self-care for me. And it is awkward for me. It's not something that I was raised to even think. I was always told that I always have to think about others, you know, think about uh, my son or think about my parents or think about my patients, think about just everyone else but me. And I know that and I tell my patients this as well, that I hold a lot of stress on my, with, in my neck and my shoulders. And I can definitely tell that whenever I'm feeling stressed out or overwhelmed, I tend to hunch my shoulders and I get really tense and tight in my neck. And that is something that is definitely a place where I hold my stress. And so my point in all of this is that, um, you know, it's okay to think of ourselves. And the saying is, you know, when you're on the airplane and um, you always want to put your oxygen mask on first. So I couldn't be a good wife or a good mom if I'm not good to myself. I have found that when I'm stressed out, I can't be present for my family in the way that I want to be. I get really short with them and lose my temper. And um, even though I'm doing all the things that 
that I need to do. You know, I cook dinner, I clean up, but I'm not doing it in a way that I'm really happy about doing it. And of course, not everybody, nobody's going to be super happy about having to clean up. But I found that whenever I'm able to really take care of myself first, I can do all those things that may not be the most fun and I'm not stressed out about it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not walking around feeling really grumpy. So I think it's really important to change that mentality of taking care of myself is, is not a selfish thing. It's important. I have to take care of myself. I have to have that self care, whatever it is that I may need at that moment in order for me to be more present. So something that I have been working on recently is working through some mindset changes And so I've been starting, I started this workbook and it's called the mindful self-compassion workbook. And I started with a small group of women and we just go through the chapters and I'm definitely, you know, that's just one thing that you can do. But for me, I like to read. I like to talk about things. I like to write about things. And so kind of started this book club, which I think is super cool because you do have that accountability with other people. And I'm not, I've never been a big book club person. I like to read, but discussing it among other people wasn't something that I'm used to doing, but this was something that I decided to try just to hold myself accountable to actually finish something because I always have this problem of starting things and not following through or finishing them. And then if I'm not able to finish it, I feel like a failure. And, uh, so I wanted to actually complete this because it's something that I think that we all generally can use as a little bit of self-compassion. And I think what's important is, um, what it says is to be kind to yourself in the midst of suffering. And so suffering or having bad things happen or bad things come up or you feel bad, that's all normal. But I think, what self-compassion is, is that it's okay to feel that it's okay to suffer and you just are aware of it. And, um, and I think that is something that, um, listening, if you've, if you got a chance to listen to my previous episode with Dr. Gael, her episode was entitled, I am enough. And I think that is a really important thing to consider. And that is kind of the impetus that made me want to record this episode because just that saying I am enough is something that I've had to tell myself so many times over the years and I never allowed myself to feel or I never allowed myself to be okay with you know being okay with basically being okay you know being okay with myself where I am where I've come from all the struggles I've had certain failures that I may have had and it is totally true what they say in the sense of you have to really have experienced failure in order to experience success. You have to experience sadness in order, in order to experience happiness. Um, you have to experience all those things. And so it was something that I have realized over the years. I used to struggle with some of the decisions that I had made back in my 20s when I was younger and didn't know any better, I used to struggle with feeling a lot of regret. Like I should have done this. I should have chosen this field. I should have, 
you know, majored in something different. I should have gone away for college. I have all of these I should haves in my mind. And that was something that I really struggled with. I struggled with just, you know, I should have broken up with my first boyfriend two years into it instead of six years into it. I mean, it's, it's really silly to kind of verbalize it out loud to all of you, but it is something that I do struggle with. And I think many of you may be able to empathize with me that you wonder what if I had done this instead of, of that? What if I had, you know, picked X instead of Y so many, so many things. And so something that I even, I said as recently as within the last couple of years is I struggle with so many regrets and, but you know what? It's, it's totally okay. And you are right where you need to be at this very moment. And so I'm sharing this with you all just, just because I want to be your buddy. I want, <laughs> I, I, I want you to know that, that even though you may not know me at all, my purpose in creating this podcast and interviewing all these wonderful women and having them share their journeys is that you may relate to to me, you may relate to some of my other guests and what they have gone through. And it it's something that I think is really important for you to just not feel very alone. And it's funny, I just thought of this. My husband makes fun of me because I am pretty active on Facebook and I probably have, I don't know, 20 or 30 or maybe even more Facebook groups that I'm in. And he's like, how many groups are you in? But they're all, you know, all the groups that I'm in are very different. You know, I have a fitness uh, female physician group. I am in... um, a, um, a bunch of other groups and, uh, groups for, for anxiety groups. And, and anyways, my point is that like, there's all that I have so many various groups that I'm in, but the whole idea is that if something comes up, um, like for example, if I am struggling with something fitness related, I go to my fitness group and inevitably there's somebody who can relate to me or can share some advice or tips or tricks or things like that. And so it just makes me feel not alone. And part of it also is because I'm an only child. I grew up without a whole lot of friends and I was always kind of the very socially awkward dork, goody two shoes. Um, my parents were very strict. I wasn't really allowed to do much or go out or do anything. And I went to college at home in my home city. So I commuted. And so I didn't have the experience of having a real out of state college experience or even in state where I moved away and things like that. And so from that standpoint, I kind of always felt like a little bit of a loner. And so I appreciate having a variety of groups that I'm in just so that I don't feel so alone. And so going back to the whole podcast thing is that sharing these women's stories and journeys, maybe you can relate to some of them and their experiences and it helps you to not feel so alone. So To that end, I want to wrap up this solo episode. I am planning on starting my next season in a couple of months, and I have not yet started recording for it yet. But um, after I wrap up this season, I want to start putting out specific topics related to women's health and wellness. So it could be things like um, hormones or 
or uh, women's health related issues like pelvic pain or dieting issues or uh, cooking stuff. I mean, there there's a variety of topics that I think would be really interesting. And if there is anything that you would like for me to publish about, I am definitely open to suggestions or questions. So if you want to leave me a comment, you can definitely reach out to me on Instagram. So again, the podcast Instagram is wishwell.health. I usually will post the, the, um, the episode picture and show notes on Instagram, as well as on our blog, wishwell.health.blog. Um, but if you want to reach out to me on my personal public Instagram page, it is michelledang.md. I am again, open to suggestions for next season. I plan to change up things. And so instead of it being just interviewing individual women and their health and wellness journeys. Like I said, I want to have specific topics that you all are interested in hearing about. So definitely reach out to me. Let me know what you would like to listen to. And I will keep posting more episodes. If you like the solo episodes, I'm happy to share more about me personally or anything specific that I'm working on or passionate about. I am getting used to talking on my own a little bit more. I'm trying to work on not saying um so much. It's really hard because I am trying to think about what I want to say. And I'm doing this completely off the cuff. Like I'm, I don't have anything scripted. I'm just literally just saying what's on my mind. And so I'm trying to kind of think about what I want to say and how I want to say it. So it is, like I said, a little bit challenging for me, but I do enjoy it. And my hope is just to inspire you all just to think differently and, and just, you know, work on, on your health and wellness and work on get getting moving and being active. I'm trying to take my own advice as well. So I'm actually going to hop off and get ready for a workout. But again, reach out to me and I'm happy to hear from you. I love reading all the comments. I love getting the text messages from my friends who may be listening. And if you want to check out the workbook that I mentioned, it is the Mindful Self-Compassion Workbook and it is by Kristen Neff. Uh, Definitely not a plug for you to go out and just buy a bunch of stuff, but it's something that I've enjoyed working on. It's a short little workbook, but I'm trying to take my time going through it chapter by chapter and really taking the time to reflect and journal about it. And so with that said, I hope you all stay safe, take care, and reach out to me anytime. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wish Well podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe and follow along every week for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at wishwell.health and at our website, wishwell.health.blog. Until next time, I wish you health and I wish you wellness. Thank you.